Hey everyone, this is Jim Wilson in Detroit. And this is Eric Smith from Sioux Falls. And tonight we're going to be talking about being near the end of the end times with the up and coming disclosure of UFO and alien activity of our government involved in what's going on. And man, is it ever accelerating. Yeah, it's been a hot, you know, especially a couple of weeks uh, in re regards to uh, a lot of the media sources actually talking about this now. And these are very prominent people. We're talking Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, even CNN did a segment on it, 60 Minutes, um, even numerous uh, news or articles that I've seen. Uh, even the New York Post had uh, an article quoting Obama on it uh, regarding these UFOs as being yep. real. So they are definitely fast tracking us to uh, some type of disclosure. Um, it will obviously be twisted to some degree as to far as, far as what the real truth is, but um, we're going to get it here probably soon. Yep, I agree, man. It's like, you know, that um, I had an article that says a uh, defense contractor possesses UFO material, says former senator. Um, uh, let's see, another one. Uh, uh, Pentagon openly admits UFO reality on 60 Minutes, the one you were talking about. Yep. Um, you know, that is huge. I mean, you know, we've we've talked about this on other programs. But it's huge that, you know, all of a sudden, all of them are coming forth with, with uh, admitting that these things are real. But for the Pentagon to admit it, that that is really big. And then, of course, Obama's disclosure, uh, you know, his UFO story about it being real and everything. And, you know, it's like, man, it's got to be right around the corner. You know, this, this is all happening. Yeah. And I mean, the way I'm kind of thinking about it is um, as we roll into the summer, um, they're obviously going to try to black out as much as of the um, the forensic audits that are now going on in multiple states. Uh, Arizona, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, uh, New Hampshire, and now I've heard Georgia as well, and, was, and I think I said Wisconsin already. But anyways, uh, they're already happening, and they're already catching a lot of the fraud. Well, the, Q warned us that they would have it all anyway, so it doesn't matter. But it's just um, it's their way of, um, I would say, injecting that evidence into the public's eye uh, during the summertime. You know, they could have done this on January 20th. Uh, but you, you would have had just total chaos and civil war. So now you allow this false administration that did not win this election to go in and let them behave as complete buffoons as everybody's seen uh, to the point of where when summer rolls around and they start presenting and injecting the fraudulent evidence into the public's eye, um, you know, they're going to be much more, it's going to be far more acceptable to remove these this Biden administration and install the duly elected Trump back in sure. via the milita military, of course. Um, but anyways, I suspect during the course of this, we'll get a lot of UFO disclosure, maybe. I don't know what your feeling is on that during the summer, Jim. Oh, um, yeah. we, we could, we'll Mike probably Liddell, get a lot of that. Mike Liddell had said that uh, there was something that's going to be revealed. It's going to be a game changer, you know, very yep. soon. Yeah, no, he didn't necessarily allude to anything about UFOs or anything. Just something big was going to, you know, yeah. take place and happen. So yeah, it could be the election uh, fraud because that's been his big thing. Yep. Um, it could be that. It could be the UFO thing. Um, well, I kind of think that it might all hit at one time. You know, just it, like it, with days or hours. You know, boom, boom, boom. It'll be such a. It'll create such a massive amount of confusion. Yes. Uh, and 
that's what they're wanting, you know, and that's what yeah. they're paying us for. Yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, and I think, you know, as I kind of said before, probably whenever, well, I, whether the elite know if they've lost already, they will know that they have lost at some point here, probably during the summer when they realize that Trump is going to go back in and they're done. So it's probably escape time for them or an attempted escape. Um, and I, I suppose that is about the time we'll probably, ex you know, probably experience that counter UFO, new age, alien type rapture to counter the, the real one that will probably supersede the real one, whether they're done in tandem. I, I can't say exactly when and exactly how it'll be done, but it'll, it'll be the precursor to really exposing the whole UFO alien thing to, to the world for what, you know, will eventually come down the road um, in regards to that. So. We're on, we're definitely on the verge. And, you know, the thing is that, um, I'm sorry. Did you lose your train of, train of thought? Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, just think about it a second. Um, trying to think of what else we need to probably discuss. You, you add all the different things, these container things that were showing up, and you know, I haven't heard anything more on them, but they were showing up and, and disappearing. Uh, that kept our mind off of other things. And so, you know, this is somehow hooked in, and it'll be explained as part of, you know, part of this disclosure. But disclosure is going to be a spin on the ancient aliens religious belief it's going to all be centered around man's own uh ability to attain their own separateness from an eternal environment um accountability to god it'll be in reference to everything that that uh man sees now as an unchallenged uh science or religion is science and technology if a scientist tells us something, we just automatically accept it and believe it. Um, even Christians do that. And I go, you realize that the same scientists that are <clears throat> telling you the earth is solid and not hollow are the same ones that said that you and I came from a monkey. Yeah. Just saying, you're going to trust them on one thing and not trust them on another thing. They're, you know, it's. Well, well they're always wrong. You know, yeah. you know, how many times have you ever heard, you know, well, scientists are baffled as to why this particular phenomenon is going on, but yet they tell you that, you know, the earth is far older than what the Bible Quran, you know, timeline is. Right. And yet we're supposed to fully believe that and not question it. And we obviously know that to be false. Especially they're wrong all the time. They're wrong all the time. In, in their carbon dating, you know, they, they get a live leaf. that's uh, supposed to be 5,000 years old. Um, they have, life that is supposed to be you know a million years old and then we find you know man-made uh balls these little balls that were in with whatever this fossil was and they're trying to say that well you know they try to backpedal and make up make up things you know we find coal that's supposed to be in the mississippian era of uh 150 million years ago they crap some of this coal open and here's a, a pot here's silver uh, gold jewelry here's um all these other, you know, anomalies that doesn't fit their paradigm. So they backpedal and get us to believe all kinds of crazy fairy tales. But because they're scientists, well, then people believe that. Well, sci scientists is considered the new priesthood and replacement for religion. 
And yet the thing is, science is about as stable as um, um, man-made religion. It's about as stable as governments of this earth. It's about as stable as uh, false assumed science. When you have real science that concurs with the scriptures, and God is the one that created science and order and structure in the first place, then you know you're onto something. But when it when it conflicts with it, then it's just it's hogwash. We're living on a to understand that we're living outside of time. God lives in time. I mean, outside of time, we live in time. We're stuck in time. So whenever we see anything in heaven, we got to quit looking and thinking linear. We got to yeah. think outside of time. So he knows the beginning from the end. He says he makes everything perfect in his time, which is a cycle, a period. I remember I looked up um, uh, in Vine's notes on Strong's numbers, and he was commenting on what that literally meant. And my God, you know, I had to go look up in a dictionary, English dictionary. It's like, dude, would you speak normal English to some of those people that maybe don't? Uh, I'm not impressed by your eloquent language. I'm confused. I don't know what the heck you're saying. Can you keep it simple? Right. The rest of us spoke. And mainly what it meant was that it, when it talks about eternity from God's perspective, it's a starting and an ending point coming together. So it's not stasis. It's it's a, a conclusion of a beginning and a starting point that begins and that ends a cycle. So the cycle is not total stasis so when we have a cycle we got to think of everything as an age or an aeon which means it's a cycle that will come to an end eventually then a new cycle will start now some new ages have proclaimed we'll see that proves reincarnation and all these other things no it doesn't um you got to look at the context the problem is that shem yayim is the hebrew word for each uh for heaven and it's used for the heaven atmosphere around the earth it's used for um, the cosmos of the physical universe, and we stars, planets, galaxies, and all that stuff. And it's used for the third heaven, which is outside of time and a different dimension. So people were having tonight when I was sharing this at Bible study, and, and I was teaching tonight on that, and I was trying to really keep it very simple. And uh, there were a few people in there who never heard me, and most of the people over there like what I have to say, and they hear, and they're kind of up on some of it. And... Uh, but the one person, well, what do you mean a different dimension? I don't understand that. And I said, well, imagine when Jesus stood before Pilate. He said that this is, you know, I this is not my kingdom. Now he said, right. because that's all people could understand then, in the sense of a what? different place from one. Yeah, to he said his kingdom was not of this world. I think that I think the Greek word there's cosmos. I, I yeah. don't quote me on that, but I think it's cosmos. Yeah, and so. so the idea there was that he said, if it were my my kingdom, my servants would come and deliver me. You know, nobody could touch me. But to this end came I into the world, what to be a sacrifice. So yeah. so the idea is that he could only relate to kingdoms because people at that time could only relate to kingdoms. But he could have replaced that. This is not my dimension. Or if this was my dimension, would my servants come and you couldn't touch me? You can't do this. Yeah. But to this end, I came what, to be the bridge from one dimension to the other. Yep. We're stuck on a train model. It looks like something that's eternal, but it's only 6,500 years old. So when you think about a train model, it looks everything by looks, it looks real. It looks legitimate. Yeah. There's, there's no roots. There's no. Uh, there's nothing real. It's plastic. It's just a surface rendering that looks like something that it's not really. And so quantum physics recently had discovered, oh, my gosh, we're not even living in a real world. This is kind of like a computer program. Yep. So 
that ties in with everything the Bible is trying to tell us about. There's scriptures that says that one world is going to last forever, it's eternal, and another one it says it's going to turn into fire. So which is which? Well, that proves two different dimensions. So when we have a dimension that we're living in, Jesus said that there'll be a day and a time in the future when they'll say, go into the secret uh, place or go into the desert. Yeah. Wait. Now, wait for what? Well, wait for to be taken away. He says, don't go. Now, the implication of that scripture in Matthew 24 is that someday somebody's going to be told to go into a secret special place. You'll be airlifted up or, or taken away in some kind of a rapture and don't go out in the desert. My goodness, the two places that all New Agers or the elites are told to be is in a certain intersecting um, electromagnetic field areas or to go out into the desert and yep. wait. And you and I tramped through the Sonoma Desert, and, and uh, we saw actually uh, an area where somebody was supposed to be, where they were supposed to gather and be airlifted up, and that's where those people all died in that tent. And then we heard about this other guy who was going to leap off of this one castle rock uh, to another, uh, a portal was going to appear, and he was going to um, be able to jump into that to escape into a, a different realm. Um, you know, I never did find out whether the guy had ever jumped or not. Maybe he had second thoughts at the last minute. Let's hope so. I hope so. So, so this is not something new. People are expecting it. They're wanting it. They're desiring it. And there's different levels, I think, of expectations. Some know that they're going to be airlifted. And so that's why they're starting to pass laws to kind of thumb their nose at us being stuck with, with things like um, economic uh, sanctions and put into bills and everything that has absolutely nothing to do with anything, but somehow they find themselves in it. Like, where the one gal says, we've got to, we can't read it. we got to hurry up and pass it, and then we'll read it and find out what's in it. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's Pelosi. Yep, real smart. Um, so they're pulling the same kind of garbage again. So the thing is that everything is all coming out to some kind of disclosures happening soon. You were talking about the energy knocking things out, the communication and everything. I saw uh, one report that came across my email. It was about... Uh, uh, there has been three energy, uh, like particle weapon beams or or, or an yeah. impulse weapons that have been used near the White House. Yeah. Now, whoever's watching the White House and, you know, whether it be Chinese or whatever, they're probably knocking out their communications to cut them off. Well, it, it could be that or it could be it could be Trump and the military and the Space Force doing it, you know, because uh, I. I, like I, I mentioned earlier to you, um, they had used some type of weapon to create blackouts and communications in um, countries uh, like Rome and stuff. And then I've heard that they've gone in and actually arrested people. So, but they got to black out the communication and power to do it. Uh, it. My understanding is the White House itself is not occupied. Uh, they're, they're using the Castle Rock Hollywood studio set to basically create the facade that, you know, Biden is working out of the White House. But from what I've heard, that that White House is, the lights well, are out. It, there ain't no one in there. I've seen the videos and nobody's denying it. Nobody's saying that it's, you yep. know, it's uh, fake or phony or anything. Because they show the Hollywood set, you know, in Castle Rock. And then yep. they show um, the actual White House. And they're totally different. And... When you look at the current newscasts of when they show them in the White House, it matches the Castle Rock. It doesn't match the the, yeah. the real White House. So 
I mean, yeah. if it looks like a duck and walks like a duck, yeah. talks like a duck it's probably a duck, you know? They're, they're also using a lot of green screen stuff, um, especially like the Air Force One and stuff like that. They're, they're actually green screening a lot of that stuff. Um, in fact, there was just a picture that got posted. In fact, I think I even have it on my Facebook page of that very thing where you had you had the, the, the stairs up to the plane, but the, the door entrance into the plane was actually a, a kind of a green screen screen box that you walked into <laughs> yeah. but and then there was another one where biden was supposedly just walking and all of a sudden the he walked to the point where the boom mic you know he walked right through the boom mic and the boom mic was um quite a bit larger um and then there was this strange um you know either jimmy carter and his wife have drastically sh shrunk and biden and his wife um are giants uh, it looked completely out of proportion. They looked way too big for the size that right. uh, Carter and uh, his wife is. So it's just very strange. Bad Photoshop. Uh, yeah, they're screwing up. They're making they're making mistakes. They're making a lot of mistakes, and people are catching on to this stuff and seeing that you know something's just not right. Well, you know, I had one article and it was talking about all the famous people throughout our recent history that has believed in the UFO presence and interaction or know that there's something going on. One of them, it starts out, I'll read some of the names, Jimmy Carter, General Douglas MacArthur, J. Edgar Hoover, Monsignor Cardo Balducci. Um, he was one of the um, highest in the Holy Roman Empire thing, Catholics. Professor Stephen Hawking, Dr. Herman Orbeth, Dr. J. Ellen Hynek, Air Chief Marshal Lord Downing, uh, Ronald Reagan, Mikhail Gorbachev, Richard Nixon, Dr. Walter Rydell. I mean, you know, these are pretty some big name yeah. figures, and they all yeah. adamantly knew or believed that we were already interacting with um, UFOs yeah. and uh, their occupants. So, I mean, this isn't this isn't new stuff. This is the same old, same old, and uh, uh, it's all coming down to a head. It's all coming down to a, a, a realization. And I've quoted on some of our other past shows. You know, the different various new age leaders, the elites, right from the, the top down to uh, just some of the new ages. Some of them actually know and expect to be lifted up the yep. because they're working directly under Satan. They know who they're following. They know everything on the top of level, the highest level. Then there's others that are just uh, going along on more of a political angle that don't really know anything about extraterrestrial. They know they know there's a secret space program. Some of them are probably on the you know, Mars or the moon waiting, uh, waiting, but they're going to be found out by the spoilers. The spoilers are mentioned in Isaiah. Um, I think it was a 50, well, I'm going to forget the, the address now, but it's mentioned in Isaiah. Some of our broadcasts, I had the actual scriptures for it. And I'm yeah, a little distracted by tonight, but. They can uh, go ahead and escape there, but uh, someone's coming to get them to to bring them to justice. There you go. Someone's coming to get them, and it's the spoilers. My spoilers, the Lord said. I will send my spoilers. Uh, in Obadiah, it says that though you make a nest amongst the stars, um, ascend into heaven like eagles and make a nest amongst the stars. Literally, it means to occupy, to colonize a place. Yep. And in Isaiah, it says that though you fortify that place, I will send my spoilers to put a stop to it yep. i go man trump and the united states space force, space force are gonna, make, that is, gonna go make some arrests it makes a whole new awareness of what it means to the, the sound of the last trump and that even has some you know it's almost a uh a humorous way for god to give a hint in the scriptures that you know the trumpet judgments 
yep. Donald J. Trump, when you find out about um, his uncle, um, John Trump, yep. this is not a big stretch. These are things that, especially the John Trump story, is not one that the other side can even refute or come against because there's too much documented evidence of his yeah. with our government just associated with <clears throat> Just for our audience, you know, so John Trump was the uh, Donald Trump's uncle who was the assistant to Nikolai Tesla that worked on a lot of interesting technology. And my understanding is, is um, at the point of Tesla dying, you know, the assistant, John Trump, had access to all of Tesla's papers. And uh, he was able to actually pass those on to his favorite nephew, Donald J. Trump. Yep. So he understands all the uh, aspects of time travel, quantum so computing, transdimensional quantum computing. Government got a hold of Donald Trump and says, hey, look, we got all this material on, on Nikola Tesla. Can you look it over and see if this is anything that we need to be concerned with? Well, he knew that they were going to try to weaponize some of the technology, and he yep. was aware of the technology because of his association with with uh, uh, Tesla. So he looked all over it and everything, and he says, well, and they got back with him, and they said, well, you know, it's a lot of mathematical formulas and calculations, but basically it's just gibberish. doesn't make much of sense to anything. And they said, okay, fine. He says, well, do you want me to send these back? No, you can give them. It's junk. We don't need it. So he got to keep everything. So he that's when he went ahead and gave it. But later on in life, he realized, oh, my gosh, if I pass away, some this could fall into the wrong hands. My nephew loves America. My nephew, I can trust him with this information. I'll pass it on to him. So shortly after he passed it on to him, you find out that Trump makes a an independent research and development area and alternate sources of uh, energy, including electromagnetism. And he had a project going there called Project Looking Glass. And it was based on one of Tesla's experiments where you put two Tesla coils and get in between both of them. And you can see past, present, and future all at the same time, a looking glass. Yes. Then later they find out they can step through the looking glass and be an active participant in what they're seeing. That's incredible. Yep. Transdimensional and, technology. Well, and this is what we, you know, Trump had alluded to that that someday when he gets back to become president, that um, that gas and oil would be nothing more than a lubricant. He says, we got the technology that we're going to be released. He says, you're going to love it. It's amazing. Um, there'll be no transportation problems for busing problems or anything like that. So he didn't say anything more, but he was just alluding and throwing out little pieces here and there that, you know, there's a, a unique crazy new life coming in store for us. And I see that we're already past 30. We're about so. almost 20, 23 minutes in. So maybe we should probably bring it to close. Yeah, I think it's, it's good enough to be a close. Yep. So everybody, you know, expect the unexpected very soon. The only thing I can say to our audience that perhaps is not familiar with all this stuff, you don't have to believe, and we're not asking you to believe all of the crazy stuff of space program and all this stuff. You can think that's the most whacked out thing in the world. And it doesn't matter. I don't care. The thing is, you better be expecting the unexpected, though. There are many things that are going to be happening that you have never been taught in its proper context. Uh, the rapture and all these other things. So many of these things are going to be so different from what you've ever been taught or what the church has ever known. That all I can do is say, prepare scripturally, search the scriptures, anything that ever comes against our um, word of God. God has provided us with a sure answer. All we do, if any lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives freely. 
If you're searching with your whole heart and you want the truth, you'll find it there scripturally. Then the most important thing is the emotional aspect. You're going to have to live through that. How are you going to deal with it? You don't have to deal with all of the crazy stuff, but know who you are in Christ. Know who you are as an American. Um, know him, not know about him, know him. I would say daily yield and surrender to him. The one thing God made that he would never take back is our free will. We have a free will. And he made that more powerful than himself. He cannot interfere with your free will. He will not interfere with your free will. But if you freely will to disobey him either through ignorance or willful ignorance, he's going to try to do all he can to bring you back into his plan, into his understanding. So I would say daily surrender. The first thing you get up in the morning, say, Lord, I want to fit into your plan. According to Amos 3, 7, I want to make sure that I don't stray away. So guide my steps this day. I give you back my free will. You take it over and you let me be guided every step of this day. You do this every day as a daily surrendering. You can't go wrong. You're going to be in a win-win situation. Even you, if you make the dumbest mistake in the world, you can be corrected. You can learn and get stronger and more, be wiser for it. But we have to be willing to be willing to allow God to direct us in all things. A wise man foresees the danger and prepares himself. The foolish pass on and are punished. These, these are scriptures from the word. You don't have to believe any of the other stuff that we've been talking about. But be assured, you better believe on the promises of God and his pr plan for protection and provision. He can see us through. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit in my seat with my father, even as I have overcome. From him that overcometh will I grant to eat from the tree of life. That means, you know, we... We get to be the winner ultimately forever. Everybody that we're studying, everything you hear, all the wacky, crazy stuff. Remember, we're studying losers. They don't win. And they lost because of our active participant in being obedient to God. Not serving out of guilt and doing stuff on our own, but just simply obeying him, no matter how silly it might be. We just obey because that's what he's directed me, I, I'm kind of a cautious type, so I'll have to do the Gideon fleece thing. Lord, are you really, is this what you're really saying? And I'll put out a fleece, and then the next thing you know, no matter what direction I go, even if I'm not even exposed to anything of the Lord, I'll turn on a radio station, and I'm hearing something exactly the message that I needed and asked for. And so I got to believe there's no coincidence. This is him telling me. This is why certain um, sci-fi programs, God has an answer through that for me too. And those that are led of the spirit, this doesn't sound like wacko cuckoo stuff. You know how God can use all kinds of stuff like that. A horse race was something that uh, Mark Taylor was listening to and God answered him through a prayer from the horse race. Now, some people that are not familiar with the moving of spirit, they think that's wacko. But everybody that's been moved and led by the spirit, you know that God can answer you through anything and everything. There's no limits to God. So anyways, here I am rambling on. So I think we finish off and, and break it off. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, Lord, I, I just pray that everybody that is listening, Lord, that you'll teach them and show them how to live a personal relationship with you, to be dependent daily upon you. And through that, Lord, that they might grow and be strong and stand their ground. I know we don't have much longer to wait for this deceptive disclosure that's coming. But help us all, Lord, to remain true to you on your plan and your promises and provision for our lives on a day-to-day -day basis. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Good night, everyone from Detroit. And this is Eric from Sioux Falls. Good night and God bless.